Yo, Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, 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 family. Welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to thank you for tuning in with me another week. To my newbies, I'd like to give you a special welcome. Welcome, welcome. Enjoy the sound of this serene voice right now because shit is going to get real, okay? Especially as we ease into more episodes or if you ease back into prior episodes of mine to catch yourself up. Welcome. But for both parties, I would like to recommend that you rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is, right? Um, so I am recording this episode ahead of time. I will be flying out in the morning to Miami for my sold out the Mending Space Day Retreat. So I started doing retreats for my sisters, um, particularly um, I'm starting to see a wave of women who um, want to tap into their spirituality and open that um, spiritual door and they're not sure how to do so. They're not sure where to start, especially coming from maybe households that um, are Christian or maybe another type of religion where um, rituals and spell work and candle magic and saging and all types of other shit is blasphemous. So um, I created this space um, for sisters to just learn. Um, We're going to do a workshop on altar building. A lot of people don't know what goes on their altars. You know, what are the main components of an altar? What do you need? What can you wait on? What is a definite? Things of that nature. A lot of people don't know about candle magic, how different um, colors represent different meanings and they do different type of work. Um, We're going to do a self-love jar. We're going to set intentions and manifestations. We're of course going to have yoga. We're going to have some meditation. Um, We're going to have a dope goddess shoot at the end. So um, all of my sisters are going to be wearing white. It's just going to be really dope. Of course, we're going to have tarot. We're going to be doing readings. So it's just a safe space for sisters to explore their inner magic. It's a safe space for sisters to connect with um, the ancestors. And just like I said, begin to really open up that spiritual door that has probably been closed, not just um, in this lifetime, um, but I don't know, shit, maybe in the last one, I don't know. So we're going to, oh, we're going to tap uh, tap into, excuse me, and open up and it's a safe space. I cannot stress that enough. All I do is create safe spaces for my people. So this one is particularly for my sisters um, with magic. Who don't know they have magic or maybe they do have magic and they don't know what to do with it so I am so excited um, to be 
going down and loving up on my sisters and having a great sister circle and a healing circle and all of those things. So shout out to all of my sisters who have um, purchased their tickets for the Mending Space Miami. Um, This will be a day retreat. This is just for the day because the next day I have to fly out to Mexico, but I will be having the actual like overnight retreat is for four, four days, four days, three nights. It's going to be in the Catskill Mountains, and that is in August, and that is also sold out. However, I will be putting up, I think LA, yeah, LA is next. So LA will be Columbus Day weekend. It's a holiday weekend. So I will have tickets for that. Actually, they're already up on the website. I just haven't said anything because I'm a perfectionist. So um, those will be up on the website. You can secure your slot with your security deposit. I always allow my sisters to break up their payments um, in installments because I understand we have bills, we got shit going on and stuff. So anything that I can do to um, assist in sisters coming out, I'm all for it. Um, And yeah. So that's what I have so far. So the day after, um, I'll be going to Mexico. So that's why I am recording this podcast right now, because this is one last thing I have to do when I'm on vacation, huh? So um, I wanted to bring up something that I thought was very, very, very uh, peculiar. Um, I was on the blogs. And I was at I was at work. I was on the blogs. Um, I had went and got me something to eat, and I just wanted to read something to entertain myself while I was eating. And I saw this study, um, and it was like these big headlines that said, "Studies show women are happier without children or a spouse." And I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" Um who the hell wrote this? And are they still walking around alive? Because ain't nobody in the comment section just like killing, killing motherfuckers. Like, what you mean? You, you can't, you know, moms and and wives like, oh no, this isn't true. Because you know, you always have your son who'll be like, no, that isn't true. Where sometimes it is true. And I thought that it was very peculiar because, um, what a lot of people don't know about me, well, my close friends and families, uh, they do is I don't romanticize children, you know, like I understand the work that comes into motherhood. I understand the diligence that you have to exercise um, and the selflessness that you have to assert when you are someone's mother. And I have a now 12 year old son, Kingston turned 12, June 2nd, whoop, whoop. Um, that's the reason why we're going to Mexico um, for his birthday. But I digress. Um, and people always ask me, like, even when I was still married, like, when are you going to have another one? I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Never. Um, fuck. And it was because it's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. Now I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, I wish I never had my, no, that's definitely not the road that I'm going, but I can be transparent enough, especially to people who have not had children yet, and especially to people who have not been married yet, then I can give you the fucking eat true Hollywood story. When you get tired of changing this infant's outfit every 30 seconds and posting them up on the gram and hoping that fro babies picks them up so your baby can go viral and all of this other stuff, and then four walls really close in on you, and you realize that you have to take care. 
and you have to care for another human being, especially as they grow, issues and concerns grow with them. You know, shit doesn't get easier just when these kids get older. Their problems grow with them. You know, it's even more so headache. Um, And so I always say I don't romanticize children because I know what it's like. I know what they don't show you on fucking Instagram. I know what they don't show you on fucking TV. You know, especially, baby, as a single mom, you know, as a divorcee, definitely is real out here in these motherfucking single mother streets. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, somebody is being fucking transparent. But again, I was like, you're going to have some people that's like, oh, that's not true. Lying to themselves. Lying, 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 lying. What Portia say on um Housewives? Wrong road. Wrong road. Wrong road. Lying like shit. So I wanted to read um some excerpts from the article, um from the research article. So even though it's a blog post, it's an actual research um that was done. So please um, forgive me as I'm using the two interchangeably. So um, the first thing off the bat, it said that the U.S. marriage rate has hit a record low. Um, 10 years ago, 57% of adults got married, whereas today, 51% are getting married. And researchers, they feel like they understand why. A new study shows that women are happier when they don't have children or a husband to go home to. This same study shows men are happier and healthier when they are married. Now, how is that for polar opposites? Men are happier when they are married and women are happier when they're not. Hmm. You see a trend here? So, um, Paul Dolan, who is a, pro- a professor of behavioral science, whoop, whoop, um, one of my undergrads is in behavioral science, so I behavioral science is near and dear to my heart, said that the latest evidence showed that the traditional measure of success has changed and happiness is no longer correlated with being married and raising children. And I touched on this the first few episodes um, of this podcast. I'm not sure. There, I don't remember the name of it, but I said as women are stepping out of the role of being a housewife and aspiring to be a housewife and we out here owning businesses and we out here slaying our goals and getting these degrees and whatever it is that we're doing because um, excellence amongst women isn't just um, restricted to college or anything, uh, a business owner, whatever the hell you're doing, says do that shit right. We are kind of, well, not kind of, we are shifting our perspective of what happiness is. Back in the day, especially with grandma, especially with mom, you finish school, you find you a nice man, you settle down and you have some fucking babies. Women ain't for that shit no more. We out here slaying, we out here living our motherfucking lives, we out here, you know, attaining these goals, we are out here uh, traveling, doing so much shit where we have deviated from the narrative that we should settle down and have children. So I was like, Hmm, I like the way people are connecting the dots. So, um, there is longitudinal data now, longitudinal, longitudinal, excuse me, study, excuse me. Um, 
this type of study is when you, when researchers study a group of people, subjects, whatever, for a long period of time to see what the effects or what the outcome or what the the results are over a certain amount of time. In research, I see the most longitudinal studies done on children, you know, to follow children through a cycle maybe of trauma to see maybe how they are dwelling as adults now. Um, Actually, my dissertation topic is not a it's not a longitudinal study. But it's kind of like a shortcut. I want to know how the effects of something, I'm not going to say it because I don't want nobody to steal my shit because I want to finish, um, how the effects of a certain trauma or a life change affected the child now that they are an adult and the, the, the decision-making skills that they have now. So that's what a longitudinal study is. So I digress. There is good longitudinal data following the same people over time. Um, that asserts that men are happier when they're married and women are happier when they are not. So, let's break down this bold assertion. This this researcher says that men benefit from marriage because they are much calmer. He also stated that marriage puts more stress on women and they die sooner as a result. And you know what? Now that I think about it, a lot of my grandmother's friends and even my mom's friends um, that are married, the woman dies first. Hmm. Reginald must have been taking sis through some real shit back in the day. But back to the manuscript. Men take less risk. You earn more money at work and you live a little longer. However, on the contrary, the woman has to put up with that and die sooner than if she never married. The healthiest and happiest population subgroup are women who never married or had children. Hmm. Interesting, huh? So, this researcher also went on to say that men showed more health benefits from settling down. But middle-aged married women are at higher risk of physical and mental conditions than single women. You know, um, I thought that this was pretty interesting. I'm going to keep saying that. Um, and this is why I tell my sisters and even my brothers, stop allowing your biological clock to make a slave out of you. You over here in a rush to get married and you don't know you're about to clink, clink your ass in slavery somewhere. All because you want to be fucking married because you feel like that's what the fuck you need to be. You're about to have this damn baby that you know your ass ain't ready for, that you know his ass ain't ready for, you know? But you just want to take some cute-ass motherfucking maternity pictures. Y'all just want to take some cute-ass gender reveal photos, and y'all don't know that this baby gets real. This baby is going to show you the real deal motherfucking Holyfield, the shit that you don't see. All of this time, you've been watching your friends who have children, and you see their kids, and you pick them up, and they're, oh, they're so cute, do, 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 and you put their ass back down, and you go to fuck on about your business. You haven't given any thought to what that mom or that dad goes through once you take your raggedy ass home. You don't know the sleepless nights. 
And again, I am not sitting here trying to scare y'all off about parenthood. I'm not sitting here trying to scare y'all off about being a mom or getting married or anything like that. I'm just saying, slow y'all motherfucking roll. Because that's a lot on your motherfucking plate that you putting on your plate. A whole lot. You know? Um, I always say that one of my best accomplishments is my divorce. And I'm not saying that as a means of glorifying divorce, but just as a way um, to, to just to express that how unhappy I was, how I felt the weight of the world on my shoulder, you know, because I got to worry about this man and my husband and I got to do this and I caregiver and, 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 and mom and, and, and cheerleader and this and that. It, it was a lot for me. You know, I gained weight. You know, um, I had sleep apnea, you know, like I just had so much shit going on with me, you know, anxiety out the ass, like everything. And it wasn't until I got a divorce where it was like, I could fucking exhale. All I got to do is worry about self. All I got to do is worry about sis. Now, of course I worry about Kingston, but that's my child. We gonna get to that later. But when it comes to you know, a counterpart, it was just really, it just was, it was a lot. Marriage was a lot. Um, and I was glad to be out of it, you know? Um, and you know, we had Kingston, my ex-husband, he, he wanted a kid. He wanted a boy. Okay, cool. No problem. Bam. One and done. Um, and you know, Kingston, we are best friends. Um, but on the other end, sometimes Kingston and I, we don't have good days. You know, sometimes I don't understand him. He doesn't understand him. We might be beefing. We might be this. We might be that. So um, I can understand the gist of this study. Again, I can see how some people, particularly women, may not be feeling this shit. I don't fucking know. Um, or maybe even men. You know, like, oh, I, 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 I'm better when I'm by myself. I don't know. But I agree with it wholeheartedly. I'm going to do a poll about it. Y'all are probably going to see it uh, the weekend before this this goes. Because I like to do the polls before I drop my, um, my episode. Just to see what you all think. But yeah, I agree with it. I hold uh, thinking about my life before I got married and before I had my son. Who? Who? Miss Nikki was pumping hummus all motherfucking summer, fall, winter, and spring. Okay. So, um, the bottom line is take y'all motherfucking time. If you don't really want to get married in your heart, it's a, it's a lot of work. If you really don't want to have a kid, it's a lot of work. That's why Nikki only got one. He 12. He one foot outside the door. Okay. I'm over here singing that almost doesn't count. Six more motherfucking years. Okay. So, um, <laughs> speaking of my trip, um, being able to be footloose and fancy free, um, speaking of being a divorcee, speaking of being a single mom, I do get out a lot. Um, I travel a lot. You know, passport book gets stamped up. I think this year this is my third country I'm going to this year and then I have Jamaica next year I mean next month but I, I travel I take my child with me 
Um, I'm a homeowner. I'm a business owner a few times over. Um, and a lot of people look at me and, and I'm not bragging. I'm, there's a method to the madness of what I'm saying is a lot of people, uh, particularly my married friends. This is, this is really interesting to me, but a lot of people look at me like, how you swing that? You know, like how are you a single mom and you're, you're able to take your son wherever and you and your son are always gone. And, you know, it seems like you, you have it together and it seems like this and it seems like that. And, you know, especially if they have a husband, you know, and especially if they've been, they've been pre-wired to think that, oh, I'm married and I'm better than single mom. Cause there's a lot of motherfuckers out there. There's a lot of y'all women out there to think y'all better than single moms because y'all are married. Stop that shit. Stop it. And this is coming from someone who was once married. This is coming from someone who once was not married or had children. And this is from coming from someone who is now divorced and um, is a single mom. Like, stop shaming. Like, can we please stop doing that? But anywho, um, that's why I be looking at them like, oh, your husband, your husband ain't taking your fucking raggedy ass to motherfucking Mexico, is he, huh? Your husband ain't taking your raggedy ass to wherever the fuck it is I'm going at the, at the uh, certain time. So I wanted to talk about with this episode, relationships with money. Um, especially our relationships with money, because on a grand scale, our relationship with money sucks. You know, not all of us, but, but enough of us where it sucks. And when I tell people you can attain, obtain, excuse me, the same things that I do. If you just discipline yourself, I always get the eye roll and a this and a that. And well, you know, Nikki, everybody ain't got four degrees. Everybody don't run so-and-so businesses, everybody. And I tell them all the time, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I live the same way now that I did before I even got a fucking degree. When I was working two jobs, you know, when I was in school full-time, working two jobs, single mom, all of that. Anybody who knows me will tell you I am the most frugal person they know. My sister, um... The sister over me, she has an MBA and she always says how she admires that I always live below my means. That's always been me. It could be because I'm a Virgo because, you know, we're spendthrifts. And it also could be because I'm, I've never been flashy. I've never spent my money on dumb shit, especially shit that depreciated. You know, I've always spent money on appreciating things appreciating um, experiences. So I wanted to do an episode where I kind of talk about, well, not kind of, where I do talk about relationships with money, what we can do to get a wrangle on um, our money saving um, habits um, and just have a conversation starter about it, you know? And of course I don't mind doing more as we delve more and more into it. I want to talk about stocks. Um, I want to talk about shit that nobody talks to us about. Um, the same sister that I mentioned, she likes to spend other people's money to make money. She's what I call, she has that knack to find money. She has that knack to find opportunities, to find ways to have um, a, a, a Peter Pay Paul, you know? And with a lot of my other girlfriends, it's like, you know, you know how to do it. You're just going about it the wrong way. 
You know, you are asking homeboy to get your nails and your hair done when you need to be at this bank or you need to be with this lender or you need to be with this whoever having them provide you with their money so that you can make money off of their money. You know, so you kind of had the building blocks. Now we need to just finish this shit off. And that's why every component of every women's event that I've done has had a financial component to it. I have had an MBA there. I have had a business, uh, a guru, strategist, um, startup person there to talk about money because I think I know our relationship with money is fucking everything. It's everything, you know, and if we really get a wrangle on that, we will be unstoppable. You know, um, I, I'm a saver. I'm an investor. I don't let my money just sit in a savings account for banks to make money off of it. No, you're going to work for this shit. You know, um, I am a pincher. I am all of the above. And again, I live below my means. I still live the way that I did, or I still spend the way that I did. Because I don't live the way that I did. Sissy didn't came up. But I still spend the way that I did, you know, 10 years ago. You know, um, especially as a single mom. I can't be out here frivolous with my fucking money because I know I ain't got nobody else to fall back on but me. Okay? So... Without further ado, this is the longest intro I've ever done. Let's get into today's topic, shall we? Alrighty, so how are we going to save money? I'm going to give you some short tips. You know, I'm going to start this conversation off right. As I said before, um, we can continue it on, especially if you want to email me. You can at a Nicole Inc. And that's A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C at gmail.com. If you have any questions, maybe if you have a dilemma that you want me to respond to on a on a um, future episode. And of course I'll keep you anonymous, but this is just a door opener. This is just a conversation starter for us. So let's get into it. Um, you work hard for your money, right? So the shit should work hard for you, right? And while intentionality is quite the hot word these days, it's really the key to making your dollars put forth that extra effort. Being intentional is how to save money and how you spend less each month. And, you know, there's a whole wide world of ways to to save money out here. You know, um, not a get rich, get rich quick scheme, excuse me, or any of that. But there are ways that you can save your money where, you know, people are like, oh, I can't afford to do um, six month salary. I can't afford to do, and it's like you can, if you if you break it down into little pieces. I don't expect you to do, I don't know, to save twenty thousand dollars like that. But you can spend, you can save a hundred here. You can save a hundred out of every check, maybe fifty dollars after every check, and maybe invest a percentage of that so that it can return to you even more, even more so, and we'll get into that. But there are different ways that we can cut up this pie, y'all, you know? 
um, my sister says, you save the money, you invest the money, you spend the babies. And that's always stuck with me. So I'll invest money, you know, say, mm, I've been, I've been thinking about whether I should invest in Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. Like this is my, my thing, you know, like, oh, well, Starbucks is like the name brand, but Dunkin' Donuts is like for everybody, the rich man, the poor man, blah, 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 blah. Starbucks is like, you know, so say I decide to invest in Starbucks. Let me pull up my stocks as I'm speaking. So it'll let me know how much Starbucks is right now. And I use the Robinhood app, um, for my stocks for me to purchase my stocks. Um, I'll get into, I'll get into all of my apps. This, this episode may be a long one because we're talking about money. So if you need to break this down, please break it down. Please, you know, do whatever it is that you need. Um, you need to do to like really get into what I'm saying. So Starbucks today, uh, June 6th, the stock is $81 and 31 cents a share right? So if I buy it today at 81.31 and say mm, three months from now, I'm just saying hypothetically, that it, it like shoots up and it matures an extra $50, you know? Um, that $50, now this is if you're pulling your, yourself out of the stocks, if you're going to sell them back out after you've made your profit. Um, say that I sell it, you know, then I would take that 81, 31, maybe put it into my account. And with the $50 that I've made off of it, I may put the 25 of it into my account and maybe spend the other 25. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm going to treat myself to lunch, you know, little shit like that. I, that, that's big to me. When I tell y'all I'm thrifty, I'm thrifty. That's big. To be like, oh, you know what? I'm about to blow $25 on some lunch. I'm about to give me some curry. You know, that's big to me. Well, I know some people like to blow money on Jordans. But that, look, no, we're not going to do that shit. Sis, don't do that. Um, So number one, now that we're talking about Robinhood, download money-saving apps. You can save anywhere. You can save money anywhere from anywhere that your motherfucking thumbs are because you got something called a smartphone. You hear me? You can tap your way into coupons or cash back by downloading apps such as Checkout 51, Retail Me Not, Retail Me Not, always got coupon codes. Whenever I'm buying something online, I go to Retail Me Not and Google it. Coupon codes for Fashion Nova, coupon codes for Walmart, coupon codes for, they they have a plethora. And then they have, it's kind of like the Waze apps. They have people there who say whether the coupon was a success today, how many people used it today. So you know, oh, okay, 300 people use it today is good. So and so and so and so and so. So download those type of apps. Retail me not, like I said. Gas Buddy. You know, um, Let Honey. They have one for um, when you're shopping on Amazon. You know, sometimes when you go on Amazon and you're trying to buy something and you have like X amount of motherfucking sellers selling the same shit and you want to know who to buy from. You don't feel like clicking to see how how much it is with other sellers. You want to know who's the lowest person now. So apps like that can help you 
find, you know, what best prices are available on items that are either on your wish list and with the gas buddy and gasoline. My car takes premium. I'm always on gas buddy. Um, but I only fill up at Sam's because Sam's got the cheapest gas for a premium. So I ride motherfucking E all the way home till I get to Sam's Club because that's how much I am about saving a motherfucking penny. So let these apps work for you. These can be like your personal assistants, you know, and don't forget to download the apps for your favorite stores. Because when you download those apps, they'll usually give you some type of a promo for joining. You know, they'll send you um, sales. You can join a rewards program. They'll send you coupons, anything like that. However, I will say to be careful about the temptation that online shopping brings. Um, especially if you have these apps on your phone, because it's nothing for you, just like me. I'm always on Amazon buying a book. That's another guilty pleasure of mine. And sometimes I have to stop myself like, Nicole, you don't need any more books because you need to read the five that are currently in your tote bag. Chill the fuck out. But because I have that easy access, it's hard for me to just put the phone down. So be careful with that, you know, with these apps in the same vein. Next, check in your subscriptions. Do you really need multiple television and music streaming services? How many subscription boxes or magazines show up in your mail each month? Who the fuck is still getting magazines delivered to them? That's the question. <sighs> I saw an Essence magazine in my mailbox a few months ago. They sent me a little promotion. And I about died. Like, oh, wow. An Essence magazine? I read the shit out of that. But it was just so weird, you know, to see. Because everything is done on the tablet. But anywho. Um, now, with this being said, I'm not out to bash this service. I'm not out to bash Essence. I love me some Essence. I'm not out to bash whoever it is that you have subscriptions. But if you haven't thought about it in a while, you may be signed up for shit you don't even really use, watch, or read anymore. If you're trying to save some extra cash, cutting out all of the bullshit, you know, the monthly clubs and the subscriptions to fucking, I don't fucking know, it can be the thing. I know people that have subscriptions to Title. Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music. And I'm like, why do you have subscriptions to all of these music streaming um, apps? Why are you spending out money when you can... I mean, I get it. You want to stream. I'm a title person. I'm a Pandora person. Free Pandora. I listen. Hey, Pandora listener. Hey, boo. I'm listening. How you doing? What what ads you got? Because I'm not about to click that motherfucking banner and get commercial free. Mm-mm. I be in the gym. I'll wait. Matter of fact, I need to go get me some water. I need to go fill me up on some water. But title, that's my shit. Because I like to be able to reach out and touch a song when it comes to my head. I like to be able to type, type shit in and listen to it a few times. So, with that being said, I'm Gucci on the title. I don't need to do Apple Music, even though I have an iPhone. I don't need it. And people are like, you have an iPhone. I don't give a fuck. I have title. You know, I don't need Spotify. I don't know if you pay for that, you know, whatever. I just threw it out there. But, you know, if you have more than one type or you're paying for more than one type of business or entity for the same service, baby, it's time for you to whittle that shit down a little bit because you are robbing yourself. Um, Next, you need to go green. You know, um, in your home, 
y'all need some energy efficient light bulbs. Leading motherfucking regular ass light bulbs alone. And I know that they are a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit more pricier. But trust me, trust me, it pays off. You know, buy you, buy you energy star light bulbs. Turn off them goddamn lights when you leave a room. Make the motherfucking kids turn off a light when they walk out the room. I can't tell you how many times I be over somebody's house and their kids just be room to room to room, lights all over the place, and I be in there just cutting them off like Teddy Pendergrass. Turn them off. Okay, light a motherfucking candle, son. What the fuck you got all these lights on for? Go green. When I bought my house, I... The sellers were so nice. They had nice little crown molding, a lamp, a chandelier with all of these bright, vibrant ass motherfucking light bulbs. I unscrewed all that shit. I took my raggedy ass to motherfucking Sam's Club and I bought me three value packs of fucking light bulbs. And my closing anniversary was the third. I still have those light bulbs three years later. My utility bill. But this motherfucking house, and it's a big-ass motherfucker, it's always low. Always. I cut lights off when I'm not in a room. Kingston knows to cut a light off. I have little plug-in, like, pink Himalayan salt night lights. You know, do you really need, do you need that light on? No, you don't need that light on. You know, I conserve energy, you know. Now, when you buy a house, you can get solar panels put in your home, which are a tax break when you file your taxes. So think about that too. You know, try purchasing a programmable thermostat or take a quick shower. You know, you don't need to take an hour shower every day, okay? You can shit shower shave in two minutes, sometimes. Um, You may want to carpool. I'm not going to carpool. I don't give a damn how thrifty I am because I don't like to be around people. So I'm going to ride in my motherfucking car, listening to my motherfucking title or Pandora or whatever, or just listen to the wind because I need my get right before I get to work. I need to censor myself by myself before I get to work and when I leave that bitch. I don't want to be around people. But hey, this is a suggestion for you. Carpool, use public transportation or start biking. And you know with biking, you'll lose some weight, you'll get healthier. So it's a win-win. You know, all of these green changes, they can add green to your wallet. Dollar bills, you know, green. So use it. And speaking of using it and use, buy used. However, I'm going to say to use your discretion on this because we can't accept all things that have been gently worn or used. Okay? So some things that we are not going to buy used, I'm just going to say this because it may be a brother or sister out there that just don't fucking know, okay? And this is a safe space. So um, we're not going to buy used tires. I know that may sound crazy to y'all, but get you just get you just get you some Kumos, okay? If you can't get the Firestones yet, um, get you some Kumos. Go to Sam's or go wherever. Get you some some because like. Every time I've seen people buy used tires, even me, when I was younger, you know, struggling up through grad school and shit, um, I always got more problems or it caused other problems with my other tires. So if we can't get to that point yet, cool, no problem. But, you know, just at some at some point, just begin to kind of like wean yourself off. And if you have to get like the lowest type of um, brand for tires, brand new 
that's fine because, you know, sometimes it can be a chain reaction to your other um, tires. And maybe this tire might have some shit um, with it, too. I bought a tire one time that had a slow leak. And, and like the money that I spent leaving work, going to get it filled up or leaving work, putting fix a flat or whatever, I might as well have bought me a new tire, you know. So, yeah. So don't buy used tires. Of course, toothbrushes. Um, uh, furniture, I'd be kind of iffy, like sofas and like beds because we got shit called, uh, uh, the bed bugs, you know, and even like dust mites, I have asthma, so I have to be really picky about what I accept secondhand, but I love me a Goodwill. I got me a Goodwill rewards card because we talking about rewards where I think you spend Every 150, you spend, you get like, you get a day where you get 25% off of motherfucking everything. And I be in there like, throw it in the fucking bag. Put it in the cart, Kingston. Put it in the cart, you know? So, um, use your discernment, you know? If you're in the market for a car, you know? A pet, a dog. You ain't got to buy a brand new damn dog. These dogs is fucking expensive. You know, tools for my brothers, um, baby clothes, sis. I understand, especially if this is your first baby, you want brand new shit for everything. But let me just go ahead and let you know. Let's fast forward through that shit. Get the damn used clothes. Please get them. If you want to get a staple here and there for the baby, you know, something to take his little serious pictures in or something to put to take his little six-month pictures or whatever, that's cool. But while he is or he or she is chilling at daycare or at home with you, he don't need to be gold chains and Gucci'd out. Trust me. Now, don't skimp on them pampers, though, because we don't want baby to have a diaper rash. Don't skimp on the pampers. We can do huggies. Um, Pampers brand or even cloth diapers. I love me cloth diapers. I think they're so cute. Um, but stay away from that other shit because we don't want our babies to get um diaper rash. Um, back to what I was saying. Um, baby clothes, video games, books, things of that nature. You can definitely save money. You know, getting them second time around versus buying them new. Next, for my fellas and even for my sisters, plan creative dates. I told y'all some episodes ago too. stop spending unnecessary money on fucking dates, especially with somebody who you barely fucking know. You in a negative on Monday. You can't even buy yourself a fucking Mac double at fucking McDonald's because you didn't fucking ball to your fold on a fucking date on Saturday from a young lady you met on Tinder on Thursday. No, we're not doing this shit. Be creative. And I'm going to tell you, women love creativity. You know, girls sometimes want to know how much you can spend. But a woman, if you be creative with the shit and we don't think you trying to fucking play us. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, he took me on a picnic. Oh, we went to the forest and we. Yes. Have her girlfriends eating that shit up, eating that creativity up. So, yes, be creative. You can have fun and fall in love on a motherfucking budget. You can fill a picnic basket with popcorn, cheeses, chocolate, wine, you know, fruits, little sandwiches, all of that. You know, especially if you got a little EBT connect. Save your money. You know, you can bring home some takeout if y'all in the Netflix and chill mode. I don't know. You can bring home some 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 takeout, watch you some Netflix. You know, you can go to a, I love meeting a meet and greet at a bookstore. 
Like when I'm first meeting a dude, hey, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at Bus Boys. You know, I'll meet you at so and so. I love it. I get to find out what type of books he's into or books he ain't into. Is he a reader? Now, see, that's me. You know, I always be looking at shit through a different lens. Um, so maybe that's not that's not a good analogy to give y'all. But, you know, you can browse the aisles of these bookstores before you get you coffee and dessert. Because a lot of times bookstores already got that coffee and dessert. So it's a one-stop shop. And you can enjoy the companionship of someone more than you enjoy the cost of how much it's going to cost you. Next, evaluate your TV choices. If you are paying high prices for your cable package and watching very few of the channels, you are not alone. It's a lot of people out here on a triple play motherfucking Comcast Xfinity plan and they only watching motherfucking Lifetime. They only watching 90 Day Fiance. They only watching Snaps. But they spending $180 plus a month on cable and you watching one motherfucking channel. Why? You know, you can save money and still get all the shows you want. Plus more by switching to other choices. Look into Hulu. Um. YouTube, Netflix, a new favorite of mine, Amazon Prime Video, Vimeo. Try watching recently aired episodes online. <laughs> Piggyback on somebody's Netflix account, okay? Um, yeah. Uh, use your library card because it's a lot of shit you can get from the library. Um, DVDs, um, books on tape, all that shit you can get from the library, you know? You don't have to jump back to motherfucking uh, uncivilized days, you know, when your only entertainment was, I don't know, watching The Gladiator, some shit like that. Um, But you can kind of cut your corners a little bit. So trade your cable bill for a lower price, but still awesome option. Next, work out online. You know, some of us need the interaction of others that happen in a gym. Others of us, we just want to get fit without the membership, personal trainer, and special class fees. If you're wanting to burn calories without burning through your paycheck, check out exercise streaming services and even free YouTube channels. Plenty of fitness gurus have realized that we need stay-at-home, non-DVD options, and they are putting out some high-quality bangers, you know, so you can get swole, trim, and fit. You can motherfucking uh 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 load up them tanks for the Lolo. I am a army vet, so I I I can get fit wherever. I can go to the park, and I I I don't even need any equipment, you know. So I have a Planet Fitness card, which I go to. I like it because I travel. So I can go to different Planet Fitnesses wherever I go. It's a good investment for me. And I think it pays itself, especially when I'm wearing my little, my nice little cat suit, you know, or whatever the fuck it is that I didn't bought. I think it pays for itself. But I don't need to do LA Fitness, Gold's Gym, uh, Personal Trainer. I don't need to do all of that, you know? So think about that as well. Next, I need y'all to ditch these credit cards. The best way to get ahead is to stop getting fucking behind. This applies to our young moolah baby, okay? Credit cards can get you behind in your finances as it grows into nothing but debt and the shit that you have that you really didn't fucking need and is really not yours yet because you haven't paid for the shit, you know? 
debt gives the 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 this false illusion of ownership. It's a constant floating cloud of obligation that hangs over your head, keeping out the sunny skies of true ownership. You know, ditch the credit cards and you can start owning for real. You can shift those debt payments towards your money goals. Not only is it an, is it an empowering life change, it's also going to end up saving you so much money in the end. When you pay off your card, the, the these credit card companies can no longer give you financing charges because everything is paid off. Cash back. Uh, charges, late fees, all of this shit that they rack up in the name of your motherfucking blood, sweat, and tears. No, when you get into, if you, especially if you come into a lot of money, when y'all get y'all tax returns, pay off y'all debt. Please, don't take your tax return and then go get some shit that you don't fucking need. Pay off your debt, especially if you want to become a homeowner or get a, a bigger house or whatever. Especially if you want a new car or you want a new this because your credit speaks for you before anything else does. You know, pay if you had an eviction, pay that shit off. If you've had a repossession, pay that shit off. Get that shit up off of you because the lower your score is, the lower your pickings is. And you want to be able to pick, choose, and motherfucking refuse. Okay? You want to be able, when it's time for you to buy your house, the banks is beating down your motherfucking block trying to motherfucking lend. When it's time for you to buy a new car, buy that shit cash first off. But I understand that's whatever. Um, I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, but yes, please, please, please have a good relationship with your credit score. Please. And that starts with getting out of debt. Next, I want y'all to wait before y'all buy shit, you know, sleep on some shit before you make a big decision. You know, if when I see shit that I like, I will put it in my cart and I will go to sleep. If when I wake up in the morning, if I still want it and it's still available, it's for me. If it ain't and if I don't still want it, no harm, no foul, because I have done a lot of, um, what's the word, the spending where you regret it later. You know, I did a, a lot of that, like, late teens, early 20s, you know, um, and I ended up amassing a lot of shit that I didn't fucking need, you know? I wanted it, but I didn't need it, and that's what I ask myself now. Do you want it, or do you need it? Needs versus wants. Is this something that you need or is this something that you want? You know? Um, next. Go out into the great outdoors. Hike. Bike. Backpack. Camp. Do shit that connects you to the earth. Not only is this good for our spirit, but it's cheap. You know, we don't always have to go on... These big ass trips to San Tropez and to Dubai. Sometimes we need to just center ourselves in our own backyard, or 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 maybe the next city over, or the next national park over. Go do that on the weekend. Go for a hike. It'll help you with your physical health. You know, it'll help you with your mental health. It'll let you clear your head. It'll let you ground spiritually, connecting with nature, hearing nature, touching nature, um, seeing it, experiencing it, all of that. Um, if you drink coffee, 
or tea. Brew that shit at home. Stop getting these $8 lattes. Stop going to Starbucks and just going fucking upgrade from bologna. Leave them motherfucking chocolate-filled croissants alone. Sam's got them. Start doing a lot of shit at home. And with this being said, stop buying lunch at work. Bring that shit. It's going to save you money fucking too. If you add up how much you spend on lunch, like say me and my $25 lunch that I'm telling you I be treating myself with. 25 times 5. What's that? 125, 125 times 4 weeks. What's that? 500? Yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yep, 500. That's $500 that I can be saving. That's $500 that I can be investing. That's $500 that I can be doing a whole lot of shit. But that's a fucking plane ticket to Jamaica. If I do that shit two months in a row, that's me and Kingston. We go on to Jamaica. You know? Stop spending your money on unnecessary shit. You know? Um, bring your bring your own coffee. Bring your own food. I actually do meal prep. If you're in the DC area, my 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 sis, Michelle, she has meal prep. Five motherfucking days, one fifteen a week. She gives me my fruit for breakfast. I get lunch, dinner, you have your snacks, whatever. All I need to do is get the motherfucking water. And that also helps me in the gym. That's how I be trimmed and motherfucking uh, 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 ready to look like I'm about to get chose. One fifteen for the whole week versus the one twenty five for one meal a day. I'm doing the whole week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm not even motherfucking preparing it. So I don't have to spend time preparing it because I got a lot of shit to do. So that's one thing that I say, you know what? This is not a luxury. This is a necessity because my plate is so full. So I'm going to invest in my health and my lunch, you know, so I'm not buying shit. I don't need to buy. I'm not at work. Like, oh, I didn't bring lunch. So I'm just going to pig out. No, it helps me be disciplined. I do my work. I warm my food up. I may, I don't know, uh, uh, look up some shit online or whatever. And then I get back into the motherfucking game where I'll take my food with me to the park. Sit up in the park. I'm a people watcher. Not a peeping Tom. Is a difference. And I just watch, you know, and then I take my ass back to work. So stop doing that. Next, sell shit. Especially if you got a lot of shit you don't fucking need. Declutter. You know? When you declutter, you feel so much better about yourself. Your spirits, your vibrations, everything is is lifted. So cash in on all that shit that you don't fucking use no more. Get you an eBay account. Get you an Amazon account, Etsy, and resell it. I see people do it all the time. One of my other sisters does it. Makes really good money. Have a garage sale. Like I said a couple of episodes ago, take your shit to a consignment shop. Let them pay you for it. Hello? And whatever they don't want, like I said, then too. Take it to Goodwill and you get that motherfucking slip they give you so that you can file it on your taxes when it's time for you to do your taxes next year and you can get a break on it. Stop giving away your fucking money. Okay? Next, search for free entertainment. Okay? You um, may find some books. 
audiobooks, ebooks, maybe a movie, a story time, a presentation, a performance from a talented artist, maybe someone who's trying to come up and they just need, you know, people to fill into the seats to hear what they have to say. Yes. Go to a museum. Take your kids to a motherfucking park or playground. They raggedy asses don't always need to go to fucking Sky Zone or motherfucking Six Flags. Take they raggedy ass to the motherfucking park or to the playground. Let them slide down a motherfucking slide. Let them get their ass in a swing. You don't always have to break bread. No. You know, um, instead of going grocery shopping at the grocery store, go to a farmer's market. And that way you even get to stimulate the economy a little bit and you you get to support your local farmers, you know, um, do community events, especially around the holidays. All of these things, keep your money in your pocket and leave a lot of that partying alone. That's another thing that gets a lot of people is partying. The amount of money that I see people spend on partying boggles the fuck out of me. It makes this Virgo clutch her motherfucking pearls. Like you spent what on what? Oh, no shit. They say in New Orleans, oh, no shit, no shit. No, stop it. You can find entertainment that is more cost effective. You ain't always got to turn up. Stay your ass out the club a Saturday or two. Stop putting them motherfucking firecrackers on them motherfucking uh, $20 bottles of motherfucking Grey Goose or $50 bottles of Grey Goose. Depends on what size you get. I don't know what your pockets are like. Okay, stop that. Next. Remove your debit card information from these fucking websites. I can't tell you how many times I'd be about to check out, be looking at some shit, and I don't have my card with me. And I'd be like, oh, my credit card is stored on my Apple wallet. Yeah, charge it to the game. No, stop that. You know, one of the quickest ways to spend money these days is that one-click feature or by having your debit card information stored on your favorite site. When purchasing takes moments and a little thought, it is always too easy to overspend. Instead, take the time to find your wallet, get out your debit card, enter all those numbers. This shit is a psychological motherfucking um process that you're doing, believe it or not. When you got to add in them numbers and it ain't just a one click out of sight, out of mind, no. When you actually go through the process, it'll stop you in your motherfucking tracks because it'll provide you with an opportunity to think about whether it is you really want this shit. Do you really want that motherfucking black dress when you got the same one in fucking red? Do you really want them motherfucking shoes, sir? When you got them same motherfucking shoes, uh, I don't know, with different fucking laces. I don't fucking know. I'm just making up some shit. Do you need that polo shirt, sir, in black when you got it in gray? Huh? It's all the same at night. Do you need it in black when you got it in navy blue? It's all the same at night. You don't need it, you know? So think about that. Remove your debit card info from these websites, you know? Um, if you have the money and desire after those extra minutes, then go ahead and buy the shit. Why not? Buy it, buy it. If you realize it isn't worth getting off the couch in the middle of watching your favorite show, then don't buy it. Senseless spending averted by laziness. Hmm. Think about it. Next, drink more water. Not only is this tip good for your wallet, it's good for your body, your brain, and your emotions too. Because it turns out that even mild levels of dehydration can affect our thinking and our moods. So, ordering water when you're eating out. 
And using your refillable water bottle will save you the cost of sodas and keep you hydrated and ready to conquer the day. Next, restaurant smarter. You can save money by eating out less or by restauranting smarter. When you do go out, please take advantage of happy hour specials. I tell my girlfriends all the time, y'all want to meet me after work? It got to be fucking happy hour. That's what it got to be. Shit got to be half price. You want to see me? It got to be fucking half price. Or somebody better give me a motherfucking gift card or a Groupon. Because I'm not about to be out here spending time with y'all. When we can have this call on a three-way fucking call with me not spending no motherfucking money. So restaurant smarter, you know? Um, happy hour just isn't for drinks anymore. You know, you can get you a half-price appetizer that can fill up your stomach. You can get you a, a small entree. You know, you can do eating apps. You can sign up for emails from your favorite restaurant so you can get coupons and promos and other type of cheap shit from them. And while we're at it, can we unsubscribe from any restaurant or store emails that may tempt you to get spending? Whatever your favorite restaurant is that you think you're going to be there more often than not, you need to get the fuck away from there. You know, don't forget about those surveys at the bottom of your receipt. If you fill out the survey, you get a free sandwich. That should add up. You know, especially Chick-fil-A. Them Chick-fil-A sandwiches add the fuck up. And I like it better when I can just pull up to the Bumper Bay Bay, get my free sandwich, and get me a little. All I got to do is pay for the lemonade. Oh, that does my heart so joy. You say one dollar and what? Oh, yeah, I have that. I have exact change. Yes, yes. Uh, that's what we need to do. You know, do those surveys, you know, for, for the, the free sandwiches, for the complimentary chips. You know, it's worth it. You know, um, next, buy generic. Ain't nothing wrong with Equate. Ain't nothing wrong with Sam's Choice. You know, what is up with us and name brand? We even shame people when they don't wear name brand. Why? When it's the same shit. It's just branding. Somebody just put a logo on it. Same shit. You know, buy generic. You know, some shit we can be a snob about because there's some shit I can't do generic. You know, um, but look into things like generic medication trash bags, like basic pantry items, um, cleaning supplies. I go to Dollar Tree for all of my um, cleaning supplies. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. I'd be like, ooh, Kingston, get two. Mm-mm-mm, get three. That fabuloso smells so good. I never smelled that version. Get both. You know, get that shit. You know, this is a quick and it's an incredibly simple way to save money every time you shop. Next, make a shopping list. And to all my fellow Virgos out there, you know how we feel about a good list, a good shopping list. Oh, I love making lists. They just, they just make me feel so orderly and organized and on top of my shit, okay? And this is because just like you need a plan for your money overall by making a budget, you also need a plan for your shopping or by making a shopping list. Start by meal planning. Decide what your ass want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner throughout the week. And then make a list of all those things you need to make those meals happen. Stick to this list. It keeps you from forgetting things and it keeps you from overspending each month on your grocery budget line. Next, hit up those buy one, get one off and weekly ads. Get get, Get your ass in that coupon section. Be an extreme couponer. For my ladies over at my page, A Tribe Called Sis, um, I'm going to have a good sister of mine. I'm going to interview her. She is an extreme couponer. 
And she knows the ins and outs of where to find the coupons. And they says, ain't no 25, 50 cent off, 55 cent off. Shit can't double and shit. I mean the real coupons. You know, shit that sisters and brothers need to know. Particularly sisters, you know, raising up these households, you know, our single sisters, you know, single parent sisters. So um, stores that have buy one, get one off or buy one, get one free offers, they're begging you to save money. They are pleading with your ass to come up in a store and save money. You know, they are setting out offers that you need to sweep in and grab up. You know, how about this money saving move? Make those meal plans based on your grocery store sales. That's fun. You can even stock up the pantry and freezer for the future. Just don't forget what you've bought when you're making meal plans later. Wasting is not saving. I'm not telling y'all to fill that damn refrigerated, deep freezer and freezer up with shit that y'all ain't gonna fucking use and y'all just gonna throw it out. No, that's not what Sissy Poo is saying. That's not what I'm saying. Again, that's not what I'm saying. Next, budget. Don't forget the single most important money-saving method out there is fucking budgeting. Hello? Duh. You'll never make those money goals without a budget. Every dollar's the best budgeting tool for budgeters around. You know, it's free. Budget. Pen and piece of paper. Scratch paper. Calculate it if you can't do scratch. I know some of us been out of school for too fucking long and we don't know anything outside of one plus one equaling two. You know? Um, I want to talk to you all about some apps that I have. The first one is Digit. <clears throat> well, the second one is Digit because I explained to you all about Robinhood. And Robinhood is basically a place for the stock exchange. Now, I want to start you all off maybe with American Stock Exchange. We, we want to talk about Forex later. But the American Stock Exchange, or the U.S. Stock Exchange, could go on Robinhood. Um, Robinhood, it gives you, you can pull up the, the stock. It'll give you the, the top 100. It breaks it down into um, categories if you're not sure which, what you want to do. And um, let's see. Let's look at one that I'm investing in. Let's try, let's try Disney. So, um... You look up on Disney, um, it'll tell you it has analysts who rate the stock, how many of them say to buy it, how many of them to say sell it, how many of them say hold it, and why. It gives you um, recent articles about the stock. Um, it gives you the the earnings. It gives you everything you need. Also, what it's been featured in. And okay, people who bought Microsoft or Disney bought Microsoft. This is another thing that I've, I'm invested in. So it leads you down like a rabbit hole where you can start learning the language of the stock um, exchange. And I also cross reference this with um, Market Watch. Market Watch gives me alerts about stocks. It gives me alerts about stocks that I have subscribed to that I'm interested in. And maybe I'm not sold on buying it yet, so I'm just going to watch it. So, oh, okay. Um, here's a new article about what's something that I've been thinking. Tesla. Because <laughs> they say this electric car shit is, is of the future. So, uh, Tesla might be my next one. Um, it'll give me up to dates. So maybe it's up 5% today. Or maybe it's hit a 52-week high. It's hit a 52-week low. It gives me all of those things in real time. Um, try those. Next, my favorite is Digit. D-I-G-I-T. And what Digit does, 
is you give Digit. Digit has access to your um, your checking account or savings, whatever. And what Digit does is it has like this algorithm way of like saving like the pennies or the loose change shit. It, it, it learns your spending habits and what you can afford to part with daily. And it just nice and quietly um, withdraws it from your account puts it into this pot and you can have categories on digit like car um home i have one on there for my home you know for something for me to just put right on the principal you know um go straight to the principal um uh emergency fund if it's a trip you want to save for anything you can have as many of them and what it'll do is it'll quietly move that money over and every day it'll tell you where you are how much checking how much you have in your account you can go on the app it'll tell you how much hey we saved we saved a dollar and whatever today or we saved eighty dollars today it all depends on your spending it all depends on what you have in your account um i use digit with um one of my business accounts because i know that it's something that you know whatever like yeah it's business so you know you have to have the fuck at it you know, but some people do it with their personal accounts, however you want to do it. But I fucking love Digit. And then when you're ready, um, you just cash out. It's kind of like a cash app. Every 90 days that you don't touch your money, they give you a return. They give you like a, a percentage, an increase, you know, towards that, that you don't touch it, which is also a neat incentive for you not to touch the money every 90 days or however long, because this is a spending app, right? So, um, Digit, let's see, I'm on my phone, trying to see what else I got, and I'm on 1%, uh, shit just fucking cut off, look at that, um, but look into these money saving apps, look into these money making apps, look into these stock apps, look in these savings apps, um, go online, Instagram, I follow pages that are about business, a lot of people be following pages that don't have dick to do with y'all motherfucking destiny, don't have dick to do with you. It's not enriching at all. Get the fuck off the shade room and get into business babes for women, um, business rules for women, business rules for men, the stock exchange, all of this other stuff. Let me, let me backpedal. There's nothing wrong with the shade room, you know, absolutely nothing. You know, I love me some gutter snipe trash here and there as well, but at the end of the day, Nikki is about her coins. And the shade room does not pay my mortgage. The shade room does not substantiate me and my son. So you need to start changing your way of thinking when you want to buy something. Remember, do I need it or do I want it? How is this going to benefit me? Am I investing in myself or am I stealing from myself? Am I robbing myself? Ask yourself these questions and also go by your gut feeling. A lot of times when we're about to buy some shit we don't need to buy, our gut be like, don't buy that shit. You don't need that shit. And we be like, add the card. Check out. No, listen to your fucking intuition. You know, you all can save money. Leave this shit out here that y'all really don't fucking need these shoes, these fucking bundles, shit that fucking depreciates. Leave that shit alone. Stop making other people rich. You need to start with self. We have the largest spending power and are the brokest. Why? I don't want that for us. 
I don't. That just really makes me just, you know, because you can do it. So, like, when people ask me, how are you able to swing so-and-so? How are you able to? And I say, I save. Now y'all see what I mean. I save. I watch what I spend my money on. I don't give my fucking money away. I don't spend my money on bullshit. You need to do the same. That needs to be you. Stop buying shit you don't fucking need. Get you a little hustle. I do a, I'll do an episode about that. Starting a little business. Starting you a hustle. Turn your passion into motherfucking profit. Okay, so you like to do hair. Okay, so you like to make, I don't know, jean fucking jacket bracelets. I don't fucking know. Let's turn that shit into a profit. Let's sell that shit. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. Um, I knew I was going to go over this week, but that's cool. That's cool. Um, I want to get into a dear Nikki. Um, cause y'all said I need to start doing, getting back into it. And again, you can follow me on Instagram, Nikki's thoughts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. And, um, you can shoot me, um, a letter, you know, if you're going through some shit, you need some guidance, you need some uh, Outlook, whatever, all of my letters that I read are anonymous. I never say a name, uh, email, a DM, whatever. It's strictly anonymous. Um, I don't even tell you if I've answered it. You got to listen. Got to tune in. So, for this one. Here we go. This young lady says, hey, Nikki, I hope your day has been well. I have a dilemma. I'd love to have your valued input or even share it with your followers. Me and my fiance have been together for five years. Five years? I hope y'all ain't been engaged for five years, sis. Moving right along. He is a huge fan of a certain comic book character. He lost a shirt, one of many, with that character six months ago, six plus months ago. And while we were running errands with his child, while we were running errands with his child's mother, Recently, I realized that she is wearing the shirt. What type of sister-wife type shit? Running errands with the child's mother? Okay. He states he has no clue how she got it. And that it could have gotten mixed up with his child's clothes during a weekend stay with us. Oh, that's what you kids are calling it these days. For a bit of background, I've never had issues with her. She's never been disrespectful. She's been involved with others since him. I did express my concern to my fiance, and he feels I'm being immature. How would you approach this situation? What would you do? Thank you. Ah, uh, shit. Um, this one threw me for a loop because on one end, I think he's lying. <laughs> On one end, I'm like, this is a a crock of motherfucking bullshit. Um, and 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 the wife is how old is the kid? If the wife is wearing shirts that the kid and the motherfucking uh 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 fiance can fucking wear, that's one. Um, for two, I was even thinking as I was reading this, that chick probably wore that shit knowing she was going to be running errands with y'all. Like, yeah, bitch, you see me, ho. You see it. Real ass bitch giving fuck by the nigga. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm going to tell you what I don't like. I don't like him telling you that you are overreacting and blah, 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 blue, blue, blue. Um, because these are your feelings. 
you know, and I think that they're, they're, they're warranted. I think that they are, are validated, you know, he is in love with a certain, um, cartoon, not cartoon, a comic book character. He's missing the shirt. Homegirl pops up with it. Um, and she, you notice it while y'all are running errands and he's saying, what? I would ask her where she got it from. Y'all got a good rapport. She ain't never been disrespectful. And girlfriend, she wasn't disrespectful. I would ask her, well, hey, where'd you get the shirt from? You know, especially if y'all got that rapport where y'all ain't never had to be. Why not? Where you get the shirt from, sis? You know, what does your intuition tell you? You know, you gave me a little bit of background information on her. Sis, what's the background information between you and him? Has he had any issues with other women before? Has he stepped out on you before? Has he ever given you a reason? Has he ever given you a reason between him and homegirl? Y'all been together five years. How long had they been broken up? When did y'all start motherfucking uh, 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 T-Boss left eye chilling in each other, fucking hanging out and running fucking errands together? When did y'all turn into a fucking girl group? When did this happen? There's a lot of things in the dynamics that I need to fucking know. Um, But again, I have a problem with him saying that you're overreacting. I don't like that. You know, I think that in any situation, in any relationship, I don't care if it's the man who has a problem or a woman who has a problem. You know, I'm not saying that we should be like, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Especially if we think that, you know, this this person is crazy. But okay, I understand how you can see that. I understand. So. I would ask her. You know, and have you told him why this is a problem to you? Do you did you tell him why this is problematic? Did she give the shit back? Cause this is his favorite shirt, right? Was she doing motherfucking still with the shit? Did she give it back? It's a lot of shit in this story I need to fucking know before I really give a sound opinion. But it seems like it sounds like monkey still if you fucking ask me. It sounds like some bullshit if you fucking ask me. Six months later? Really, sis? Six plus months later. And then she wears it when y'all are out. That's the next time you see it. Is It just... Ah, one plus one ain't equal in two. No, it's equal in three. That's what it's equal in. Okay? So, um, if you're listening to this, give me an addendum to this motherfucking dear Nikki. You know, fill in these blanks so I can give you a sound opinion. I don't know. But this is my time. I have gone way over and I still got a pack um, for tomorrow. And this is on a Thursday and I have not done therapy Thursday, but y'all gonna have to live and y'all gonna live with this damn podcast episode. So to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Nikki's Thoughts. That's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. I have a page just for sisterhood and that is A Tribe Called Sis. And, um, the Instagram page for that is at A Tribe Called Sis. Uh, for my nonprofit, for our mental health, um, we reduce the stigma of mental health in the black community. And we also bring awareness to what mental health is, what self-care is, what everything that you've been going through that you haven't been able to put a, a, a finger, a name on, whatever, all of that shit. That is, I just want my people to heal incorporated. 
You can find me on Instagram over there at I Just Want My People to Heal. The website is www.ijustwantmypeopletoheal.org. If you or someone you love are experiencing some, some issues with schooling and you need tutoring, I have an enrichment center, which is the Black Sauce Enrichment Center. You can email us to schedule a tutoring session. We do from kindergarten to post-grad, college prep, STEM programs, math, science, all of that. Uh, send us an email, blacksauceenrichmentcenter at gmail.com. You can follow our page on Instagram, Black Sauce Enrichment Center. And my store, Black Sauce Brand, I'm on vacation until the 19th. So whatever it is you order, it will be processed after the 19th. Thank you in advance for understanding. But um, it's Black Sauce Brand on Instagram at Black Sauce Brand. My store is www.blacksaucebrand.com. I have a wonderful bath and body line. Always organic, always, um, well, it's not always vegan because I got a honey scrub and that's not vegan. Honey ain't vegan. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't claim shit that ain't true. So, um, but it's natural. I don't have any additives. I don't have any mineral oils and all that other shit. All of my shit is natural and handcrafted and infused by yours truly. Um, I have statement of peril, yoni eggs, yoni steam, um, sage, healing crystals, Anything you need to connect you to open up that spiritual door, I got you. www.blacksaucebrand.com. I hope everyone has an amazing week. I hope everyone has an amazing day. And I hope everyone will be right back here with me next week for a new episode. Um, And I hope everybody remembers to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is, right? All right. Until next week, take care.